Well, welcome to another episode of Breakaway from the Rat Race. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Joe Vyrie. And Joe is the founder of US Tag I. I don't know how to pronounce that. U-S-T-A-G-I, with the goal of providing quality cost segregation studies. So as a cost segregation specialist, uh, Greg has seen all kinds of properties and has helped multiple property owners defer or eliminate millions of dollars in income taxes by leveraging something that is part of the IRS code, which is cost segregation studies. And since becoming a CSP in 2007, Joe has performed thousands of cost segregation studies for clients in various industries, from like $500 million commercial properties to $50,000 single family residences. So he regularly presents at workshops nationally and is a frequent guest on industry podcasts like this one, Break Away from the Rat Race. Joe, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Eric. Thanks for inviting me. So tell us a little bit about about your business. Uh, so it sounds like you started in two thousand and seven, and um, so tell us a little bit about, about that. And why why did you choose to do this? Uh, what excites you about cost segregation, and why we should be excited about it? Great, that's a, that's a great great way to start. Um, and and my story is, is a little unique, and I think it adds to um, to the podcast. Um, I have always been entrepreneurial. I started from college and I owned, believe it or not, a travel company for oh, wow. 20, yeah, 20 some odd years. You uh, look like a little bit of a traveler person. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've <laughs> been all over the world many, many times and uh, you have taken nice. corporations and, and, and sports teams and insurance companies, blah, 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 on oh, all yeah. these trips all around the world. Yeah. And then in 2000, I sold my business and um, I, I was a business management major. So I went into business uh, services and I worked for the California Association of Realtors mm -hmm. and um, I was a licensed um, uh, analyst at securities. And so I was helping um, their members with retirement issues and tax issues. And then uh, a guy kept coming to me, a friend of mine, I think he was in insurance, and he wanted to tell me about something new that he, he found out about and he thought I could use. And yeah. I kept blowing him off because I thought he was going to wanted to sell me soap or Amway or something. And so finally, I got tired of him always bothering me. And I said, OK, Mike, let's go have lunch. And he told me about this study that eliminated income taxes for um, for for building owners. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, I'm in the real estate industry and I had clients who were looking at fifty thousand dollar plus income taxes and yeah. they didn't have the money. Yeah. And they I shared it with them and they said, yeah, let's let's do it. So that was in, in uh, 2007. Mm -hmm. And um, and what happened in 2007, eight is the car went to the edge of the cliff and then went went over. Mm -hmm. And when the car went over the cliff, the California Association of Realtors lost a lot of members, like maybe half. And oh, so wow. everybody in California was was, you know, it was not the real estate industry was was dead. It wasn't dying. It was dead. Yeah, and the yeah. guy that I did the cost seg um, study was with the company, the engineering company said, Joe, you're really good at this. Why don't you come and work for us? And I said, yes. And I never stopped because mm -hmm. what happened in my story, which was maybe planning or maybe I was just lucky, is that I fell into a group of clients 
who had a lot of cash. And when everybody else was suffering and selling and couldn't make their mortgage payments, they had cash and they were buying. Mm -hmm. So they were paying a lot of income taxes. And so I started uphill and I've never stopped. Mm -hmm. I've been busier and busier and busier every year. And somebody asked me recently how many studies I've done. It's so many that I I couldn't even begin to tell you, but probably closer to 20,000. Since oh my God, that's a lot. Huh? Yeah, that's I mean, more I've, than I thought. <laughs> I've done so, so many because some wow. of my clients, you know, I've done I've done some like you know single family homes and they've owned a portfolio of eight hundred buildings. Yeah, yeah, that's one awesome. one one client. Yeah. So, um, and it's a great topic because obviously, what I share with my clients, you hit the nail on the head, is I reduce or eliminate income taxes, mm-hmm. and there's nothing more gratifying. To me, that if somebody comes up to me and says, my my CPA, Joe, told me I need to write a check out for X, yeah. 20000 5000 100000 uh, and I tell them, you know what? You don't have to write that check. Keep it in your bank, buy more real estate, improve your real estate mm-hmm. assets because you don't need to or, or if you want you can you know buy a car <laughs> you can yeah. take your you can buy college your college you know education for your your grandkids but bottom line is you don't do not need to uh, write that check to the IRS and i've impacted a lot of 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 investors and it's a it's a great feeling oh yeah and, and just from my personal experience we uh, i use like uh, cost aggregation studies as well for apartment buildings that i bought and it was the perfect timing. I mean, you just buy, you have, you're supposed to have like uh, pay taxes. You're looking, you know, we're looking right now at calculating how much taxes I'm going to pay. You know, I would, I'm liable for, let's say this year. And then I say, okay, well, you know, what can we do to eliminate taxes? And one of the greatest way to um, to do this is a cost segregation study on, on a real estate and then taking advantage of the bonus depreciation and then really accelerate that that depreciation. So, um, and that that's worked great. I mean, you can really eliminate, you know, pretty much all uh, all your tax liabilities with that, depending on which uh, which states you're located. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, from my perspective, I think it was it was fantastic when I heard about about that and and how it worked. So, but uh, not everybody knows that. So let's talk about how it worked and and what what uh, what's the concept behind the cost segregation, and then why it helps you reduce taxes. You know, it's a complex topic in many respects because it involves accounting and it involves engineering, and and I get it. Those are two probably unpleasant uh, topics for a lot of folks, um, but I can kind of make it. Um, I think. Uh, you know, able for people to digest. Mm-hmm. Basically, what the IRS is is telling uh, those who own uh, real estate is that you're using up your real estate um, as you own it. Um, and so if I use one example, if somebody was in a apartment or office building and I look down at the floor and I say, uh, you have carpet, you know, and I tell them that um, the method of depreciation that most accountants use is called straight line. Mm-hmm. And that is simply you divide the, the the building basis. So so again, when you buy a property, part of that's land. Land is not a depreciable asset. Mm-hmm. So you have to get take that out, to deduct that from the, the purchase amount. And again, it's the purchase amount. It's not the fair market value of the property. It's what you paid for it. That's all the IRS cares about. They could care less what the property's worth today. 
So if you take out the land and you have the building basis for a residential property, you divide by 27 and a half years. Who came up with 27 and a half? I've never researched it. I don't know. It was done probably by some Congress. I think. Pardon? <laughs> probably some engineers, I think. Yeah, probably some engineer. <laughs> well, one of our favorites. So you probably had nothing better to do at night and came up with 27 and a half. Yeah. For for commercial properties, it's 39 years. So what does that mean? That means for, for let's round up to 40 years. The IRS says, okay, that floor, that carpet is going to last 40 years. You're going to divide you know, the building basis by 40. So you're going to get a really small amount of, of a, a deduction. And a deduction is helpful in your in reducing your taxable income. So you have your gross taxable income. Let's say it's $100,000. And then you have expenses. If you have $50,000 worth of expenses, now your taxable income went from $100,000 to $50,000. Well, how do you get more expenses? One of the ways you can get more expenses is by using the expense called depreciation. So you can divide by 40 years or 27 and a half years and get a little bit of that expense every year. However, what the IRS um, came to the conclusion, which it makes sense, is if you look at the carpet, the carpet's not going to last 40 years. Exactly. You'll be lucky in a commercial building if the carpet lasts three, four, five, six, seven years. So it's mm -hmm. not going to last 40 years. So everybody can, can get their heads around that concept. And the IRS, um, because of this court case in 1997, where, where the judge found in favor of the, the, the company that sued the IRS, and he, he found disfavor with the IRS, the way that they were kind of, you know, not letting people, they didn't share the information about the correct way to depreciate a building. So he made them, the IRS, publish a 200-page audit technique guideline for cost segregation, and the industry kind of took off. So okay. I've been doing this since 2007. The audit technique guidelines came out in 2004. And basically what it says is there's a whole selection of building components that the IRS agrees that don't have lives of 40 years or 27 and a half. They, mm -hmm. are, they have shorter lives. For the interior yeah. of the building, it would be five and seven year. For the land improvements, it would be 15 years. Mm -hmm. So bottom line is um, they agree. And it's not even an issue. The IRS recognizes that the correct way to depreciate a building is by accelerating the depreciation by performing an engineered-based study called cost segregation. Mm -hmm. And that's basically it. So what I'm giving everybody is a, is a huge bump in their um, in, the, in their depreciation expense, which reduces your taxable income. And in most cases, I can eliminate their taxable income. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, this is uh, this is great because I, I think it, one, one way that I explain it is that when you buy a building, you're also you can say I want I'm buying the whole building and I depreciate over 27 and a half years. But really, a building has all kinds of different components and each of these components has different different uh, depreciation schedule. And then I can say, well, my age back it's not going to last, you know, 27 and a half years, like you mentioned with the carpet. So right. I'm able with the cost segregation, you basically put all these things into all these things that depreciate over five years. These things depreciate over 10 years. This is like 15 years. And then I, I can then accelerate the depreciation for the building when I break it down into its component. And that and uh, for people who don't know, a depreciation becomes a real expense uh, in the um, and your income tax, which is a little bit kind of, it's kind of like weird because you're not really paying anything, nope. but they're basically saying that this HVAC, 
Yeah, you're going to pay for it over. It's going to be an expense over a period of time because the value is going to decrease. But it's going to it turns into a real expense from that perspective. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect example. Yep. Great. Uh, now, one thing um, I would like to stress is that um, these it, it's a moving target. My my industry, meaning that the IRS uh, is everybody takes the IRS to 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 um, a court case. And so it, it, it's it, it's a moving target, meaning that uh, if a judge decides that something else should be five year or 15 year or stay in 27 and a half year, and there's a ruling, then the, the rules of the of the game change. Yeah. Part of the job of a, of a competent quality engineering based company is to keep on top of all of the rules and regulations as they change. Mm -hmm. And like, for example, one that changed, uh, we would take uh, bathroom vanities as a five-year property. And uh, a couple of years ago, the IRS came back with a court case and said, nope, bathroom vanities um, have to stay with the building. So bathroom vanities are now 27 and a half year property, oh, which really? was like, excuse me. So the kitchens are five-year property, but the bathroom vanity, somebody, some judge made the decision that that stays with the building. It's 27 and a half year property. I guess they're not married. They don't have a wife. <laughs> you know that, that the bathroom vanity is not going to last for 27 and a half years. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot of these decisions, people will ask me all the time, like they'll see a, a bollard. A bollard is a, is a metal tube with cement in it that protects the corners of buildings and a lot oh, of yeah, building yeah. construction. Yeah. And they're called ballers. And yeah. people say, wait a minute, that ballers 15 years, cement and metal, that's going to last 100 years. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't make any difference. When, yeah. when the IRS comes out with a decision on the life of an asset, um, that's just the decision. And some of them don't make sense. And I'll be the first to agree. A lot of things to do with um, the IRS and, and taxes don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would think it would be more like statistically based and look at how people are doing things, but yeah, interesting. So, all right, so now we've done we've done the cost segregation and you basically are giving a report, right? So we hire you to do a cost segregation, let's say for an apartment building, uh, and then you're coming up with a report and that report, what does that report say? Basically, um, the report... Uh, the the important parts of the report are this are the Excel spreadsheet part where we break down all of the lives of every um, component of the building. So we mentioned the short life assets, five, seven, and fifteen years. But we break down everything. We break down the windows. Windows are twenty seven and a half. We break down the doors. The doors are twenty seven and a half. The roof is twenty seven and a half. The HVAC is twenty seven and a half. We break it all down, and we give the um, on a detailed engineering report. We give a line item at every building component, and we assign a value. We do not um create the numbers we reallocate from the numbers the client or the accountant give us mm -hmm. so we're not land appraiser so somebody's yeah. got to take out the land part of the building it's not going to be u.s tax advisors group it's going to be the client or the accountant yeah. and then we will reallocate from that number and we're going to pull out all of the components mm -hmm. so again another misconception is people say but wait a minute i wouldn't bought a two by four at home depot when it was you know eighteen dollars for you know, it makes no difference. That two by four is in relationship when you do cost segregation to the basis of the building. Mm -hmm. All of the components come out uh, from the basis. Yeah. So I'll use an example. Let's say you buy a single family home for, for 120,000. You take out 20,000 for, for the land. And now I have a hundred thousand dollars to work with that two by four is re is in relationship to the hundred thousand. 
yeah, not yeah, what yeah. it cost at the store. Exactly. Plus, there's a little bit more calculations because we can also do look back studies. A lot of people don't know this. I can go back about 15 yeah. years. Oh, 15 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so when you acquired the building, now yeah. I can't go by what the building's worth today. Remember, that's right. I yeah. can only go by what you paid for it. So mm -hmm. maybe 15 years ago, you didn't pay very much for it. Mm -hmm. So it might not be worth doing, but yeah. what we do is we give everybody an estimate at no charge. Mm -hmm. And what we tell them, if, if, if it's not worth doing, I'll tell them yeah. it's not worth doing. Yeah. Don't do it. So this is great. So then you have that. Uh, and then for us, like in order to uh, assess the uh, the land value, we basically looked at kind of like the percentage that the city allocated for the land versus the improvement on the property tax bill. And we kind of used that so that it was a very defensible position. Uh, the IRS, the IRS loves the, the county tax assessor. They yeah. love it. Yeah. Now, I have seen the county tax assessor be way wrong. Because mm -hmm. they're not a, they're not valuing the land allocation for for the reasons we're valuing land and cost segregation. So keep that in mind. Yeah. So if you have a crazy number out there, like you know you're in, I'll make no offense to anybody, Oklahoma, and the land allocation is forty percent, I would be scratching my head. Oh and yeah. What the heck? Because forty percent in Oklahoma, forty percent in the beach in Miami, that may be true. Yeah, but yeah. not usually in Oklahoma or Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you have to have your head on as well, and also, yeah. So it depends what build, how much you paid for the building, also, and kind of like um, yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. So, but that's a good starting point, at least. But the, the idea is that you have to have a defensible position in case yes. the IRS comes back to you and say, "Hey, you know what? What are you smoking?" Yeah, and the county tax is is, is defensible. They love that county tax. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they love it. So, um, if you want to know the most defensible, it would be use that number. And if you can live with that number, you're done. Yeah. So you do that also for, is there a different process for the residential kind of, uh, cost segregation? Can you tell me about that? Okay. So, so we do, um, two ish, cause we also do a kind of a hybrid, but we do what's called, and this is what, what, what I, I grew up on when I first started, it's called the detailed engineering study. And the detailed engineering study means, like I said, we go out and we count all of the building components. We measure everything, cabinets, countertops, flooring, ceilings, roof, all of that we measure. Um, so how do we measure it? Well, we have to send somebody out to measure it. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, it's, it's one of the engineers goes out there and measures everything. And then we also have to spend engineering time in producing the the values, the, the allocations and, and completing the report. Well, if you have a building with a basis of 500,000 or less single family homes, it's not going to, it won't pencil out. The value proposition won't work if right. I have to send somebody back to Oklahoma, get right. on an airplane or send somebody to drive up to the building. It, 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 those reports cost thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. So we developed about six years ago with what we call a modeling study. Yeah. And what we do is it's an analytical approach. So we're getting to the same end, but we're using a different method. Okay. What we're using is we're using our database of similar type buildings, similar type construction, same geographical region. And what we're doing is we're preparing a report to tell the IRS, okay, for this three bedroom, two bath home in this city, you can expect to find so much in in five-year property and so much in 15-year property. So you're going to get the acceleration, 
but you're not going to get the detail because we're not out there measuring countertops, yeah, yeah, yeah. not out there measuring anything, but at least you're going to get the accelerated depreciation to yeah. reduce or eliminate your income taxes. So you're going to say, for example, that well, 20% of the building or 10% of the building is really five-year yeah. uh, depreciation. This is 10 years, this is 15 years, and then and then you can they can out your CPA then would allocate that. Now, the, the modeling technique is not meant to uh, replace the detailed engineering. Yeah. It's meant to, you know, give somebody the, the advantage of doing the accelerated depreciation um, without um, spending that, that kind of money. Otherwise, for a, a building basis of $300,000, no way is it going to be worthwhile to send somebody out there to measure all of this yeah. stuff. But it is recognized by the IRS. It's a legitimate mm -hmm. method. It's yeah. just all. And we're the first to tell everybody it's not the top. Yeah. The top is the detailed engineering, and then they've got different types of studies. This yeah. one is is the one, you know, it it it's it, like three quarters of the way down. It's not the, the 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 lowest one, but it's not the highest methodology. So you're not going to get the highest amount of of, of acceleration, but you're going to get a, a really for the for the value. And yeah. these studies cost hundreds of dollars. For the value, you're gonna it's gonna do really well. Yeah. So how much does it cost to do like a, I, the reason why I'm asking is that there are a lot of people on the multifamily and commercial building. I think a lot of people are aware of the cost segregation uh, for the most part on the single family rentals. Many people are not aware that they can do it on single family rentals. They right. don't know where to go and how to do it. And um, so that's so that's going to be very good news for them to be able to do that. How much does it cost to do a single family rental on average in your industry for uh Okay, we also break down the studies in the two uh, another two types, yeah. and that is basically um, uh, current tax year and and the look back studies. Oh, okay, okay. And so current tax year studies um, do not need a change of accounting method form. If we do a look back study, what what in essence we're telling the IRS is, okay, I bought this building. I'll make up a number in two thousand twenty. Yeah, I bought this building, and uh, since two thousand and. and I, I've already reported two tax returns, 20 yeah. and 21. And now I'm shifting gears and I'm going to tell the IRS, I've changed my mind. I now yeah, want I to accelerate it. Yeah. So you have to file a form 3115 and there's a calculation that must be done. How much depreciation did you take in those two years versus yeah. how much new depreciation are you going to get in the acceleration? Yeah. And then somebody's got to do the math. Yeah. We cannot sign tax returns, so we do not fill out the form 3115, but mm -hmm. we do the heavy lifting. We do the calculations, so we charge a little bit more for look-back studies. Okay, yeah. So a look-back study will cost $675. A current year tax study is $625, but because people are coming to us from a referral source, which is Eric, then um, you can take $100 off those prices. Ooh. And I don't get that $100, so... Enjoy it. Go for, go yeah. out for <laughs> So uh, that's the uh, so that's is great. So now you get the cost segregation study. The nice thing about this is that with the bonus depreciation, I think it was the uh, you know I think it was done like in two thousand. When was that uh, that law passed? The um... well, the law passed in. It finally came into being in eighteen. It was the Trump yeah. tax law. Yeah, yeah. What it was known as tax jobs in something. Yeah. Act, yeah. And so but bottom line is, um, it, but here, here's how it, 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 it's not that important when it became law because it did go back. So yeah. if you bought a building after September 27th of 2017, 
you can qualify for 100% bonus depreciation. Now, again, I started in 2007. We didn't have bonus depreciation. So to me, it, it's nice, but it's not the end all to everything. So bottom line, what does it mean? Here's how the rule works. That part of the code works. It says any component of the building with the life of 20 years or less, you can write that off, deduct it entirely mm -hmm. in the year you do the study. 100% of 100%, that. 100%, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So if I find 25% in that $100,000 single family home, which is $25,000, you can deduct that $25,000 <clears> as an expense off your taxable income. Yeah. Now, what happened in the past? Well, what happens in the past, it's a mathematical error, not error, it's a mathematical um, uh, situation where if you have five-year property, 15-year property and 27 and a half year property, how the benefits would would um, would be in effect is um, you would get most of it in the year that you do the study, and then there would be trails. Mm -hmm. You would still get the entire amount as you do with bonus depreciation, but not all in the first year. You yeah. would get like 80% the first year. You'd get a little bit more in the second year, the third year, the fourth year, the fifth year, until all of the accelerated depreciation mm -hmm. is, is used up. Yeah. So what's going to happen in 23 is that 100% is going to go down to 80%. Yeah. And then it's going to go down to 60, 40, 20 until 100% is gone. Yeah. Is that going to be a, a main um, reason to do, do cost seg? Like I said, my feeling is it's nice, mm -hmm. but it's really not the end all to of everyone. And plus, who knows what's going to happen with Congress? For me, I would be surprised. Massive. For me, it was a massive change. I mean, it was it was worth a hundred over like I think it was like three hundred thousand dollars in bonus depreciation that I was getting by buying that building. It was massive, massive, massive. Now, change. keep in mind though that three hundred thousand you'd still have, would have gotten, but you wouldn't have all got it in that one year. It would have. Well, I would have got it over a long period, longer. Longer, period. And, and who wants to wait? Because what we give everybody is the time value of money. Yeah. So in other words, I give you the same. This is key. I give you the same amount of depreciation as mm -hmm. you're going to get after 27 and a half years. Mm -hmm. The only difference is I'm giving you 25% now yeah. and you're going to save $15,000 in income taxes today rather than saving a little bit of that money every year. Well, mm -hmm. you want to go out and you want to use the, the current year. You want to use that money today. You want to wait 27 yeah. and a half years to get the value of that money because yeah. you know the, the value lessens over time. So yeah, you exactly. want to get that the biggest bump possible. And that's why um, accelerated depreciation is the way to go. Yeah. To me, that, that made a, a ton of sense. But of course, you have to make sure that, you know, if you don't have the income to offset it with, then it's, you know, you don't need to do the bonus depreciation. These are all choices that you have when you own the building. You can say, well, I need more depreciation. I want to do an accelerated depreciation. I want to break it down into this different component that's going to accelerate it somewhat because now the five-year component are going to depreciate over five-year period and then instead of 27 and a half. But then on top of that, if you want to elect the bonus depreciation, then you can deduct 100% of that item this year if you need yep. it, if you, have the, if you have the ability to do that. And it is beneficial. It's powerful. I'm not meaning to... to no, no. But it depends. I agree with you too. Like it yeah. really depends on your situation. So you should really talk to your CPA and say, okay, well, I'm going to do that. And sometimes you can do it also. You don't have to do it. Like you don't have to do it right now for 2022. You don't have to decide to do that. You can go and wait until January, February of next year 
and then look at your situation uh, in terms of uh, tax, income tax with your CPA and say, oh yeah, you know, these buildings, these two buildings out of 10 that you did, we, you should do the cost segregation. You should yep. do the bonus depreciation on these and then we'll move forward with that. So that's a, that's a great way of, uh, of doing that. So you don't have, because you have the building, doesn't mean you have to do that. Nope. The option is really all yours. And this is great to have these choices. And one thing we're not, we're not an accounting firm. So we don't give out any, any accounting advice or any legal advice when it comes to this, but I've been doing it for so long that I pr probably have heard every question imaginable out yeah. there. Um, but you know, definitely, um, it, 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 what we do is we give everybody a, an estimate and I don't let them, I, I don't tell them what to do. I, let's say your example, 10 buildings, mm -hmm. I will give you an estimate on the 10 buildings and I'll say, it's up to you to pick and choose which ones you want to do. You could do two this year, two the next year, two the next year. You could do all 10 because yeah. if you do all 10 and you don't need all the losses, the losses carry forward. That's a net yeah. operating loss. Mm -hmm. So you don't lose it. And so yeah. some people just say, let's just get all 10 done. And they keep the net operating losses in the bank and they use them yeah. the next year, the next year, the next year. Yeah. And it depends on the intent as well. Like if you want to sell them oh. in the next three to five years, then you probably don't want to do a cost segregation. No. Okay. I'm going to back you up a little bit on that. Yeah. Go ahead. My, because I've been doing this for so long and I've talked to many, 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 many CFOs, I came up with more of a two-year process. What I tell my clients is that if you are not going to own the building for at least two years, don't do cost seg. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. you might be have a really high IRR. You might be a flipper and you may have such a high internal rate of return that you can make the numbers work. But there is a component of the tax law called depreciation recapture. Yeah. And so if, if you're going to, if you're not going to hold the property for two years, I'd say why waste the money and the time and it's probably not worth it. You're not going to lose money, but it's probably not worth the effort. Yeah. But if you hold it for at least two years, I can show you proof that the numbers will work if you hold it for at least two years. Yeah. That's one reason why people don't want to do cost said. If you're a flipper, you're not a good candidate for cost said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but if you yeah, if you hold it long long longer term, yeah, I was thinking more five years, but yeah, if, if you start seeing value after two years, to the longer the better. Value, that makes sense. Longer the better. And 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 that's what we we I, I preach to my people. The other thing you mentioned this is that um uh as far as the um uh the 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 two-year time period, that is a, a moving target. So yeah. in other words, I'm just giving you just the you know a, a threshold amount. Um the other factor that comes into to, to play <clears throat> is that some people, because real estate is is such a uh incredible um investment some people don't pay income taxes mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of reasons why you get into real estate one of them is because, yeah. because of tax mitigation yeah. reduction yeah and so a lot of people come to me and they say i want to do cost seg and i go well how much are you paying an in income tax mm -hmm. nothing well why yeah. are you doing cost seg i don't want to take your money if you're not paying income tax so you only want to call joe when your accountant says yeah exactly to write a check yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you, you have to have the, the you know, the AGI to uh, to back it up to be able to take advantage of that. Otherwise, there's no there's no real advantage. Yep. So, okay, so you got your cut seg, you do all of that, you do the, um, uh, and then you pass that on to your your CPA. Any issues with the CPA? On okay, that? In, in my in the in the good old days back when I started, you know, the the common question was, this must be a scam. 
And then the accountants would be the same way. They go, oh, no, I've never heard of it. And, and I no, no, I don't like this because they yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah. So they didn't want to hear anything about it. Yeah. Today, nowadays, you, you hit the nail on the head. If you own a multifamily, uh, uh, I do find these people, but if you own a, a multifamily, you, your accountant better know about cost segregation. And if you're holding it for more than two years, you, you know, and you have taxable income, he better be recommending cost seg for, yeah. for, 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 for you to do. But, but we've got kind of gotten over that threshold, meaning that um, most accountants, if they don't know who to turn to for cost seg, they've at least heard about it and they know that it is legitimate and it works. Yeah. If your CPA doesn't know about cost seg and you're in real estate, fire your CPA, find another one. Is that came from you, but I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I had a CPA like that. Like he didn't know how to do that. He didn't know about cost seg. And when I brought it up to him, he said, oh, and he had to look in, look into it. And he's like, so that's a pain. That's a pain in the neck. That's a pain. It's worth a lot of money. I, yeah, I don't care if it's a pain in the neck. You're gonna do it, or I'm gonna find someone else who will. And okay. uh, he said, "Oh yeah, you know." It took him months to enter it into his uh, archaic software and all that. <laughs> and uh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I money. see a lot of accountants out there, and a lot of accountants are not real estate accountants. And yeah. and you know, you're probably gonna ask me this in the. Uh, it's closer to the end, but I'll cut you off and I'll answer it now. One of the, the strongest suggestions I can give because I see this day in and day out is get a good group of advisors. Yeah. If you own real estate and invest in real estate, get a an accountant who knows real estate. Otherwise, I will tell you, you're going to be spending money that you do not need to spend. Yeah. Yeah. Business is a team sport, people. Team yeah. sport. So build a team. Uh, you know, everybody, uh, Grant Cardone uh, says, uh, you know, even Jesus didn't do it alone. I'm not a religious <laughs> person, but that's the, I thought it was a very good yeah, quote. No, that's true. Jesus didn't do it alone. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so, uh, so that's, this is uh, very interesting. Um, so if people are interested in, uh, so then you pass it on to your CPA and then they would, obviously your CPA should be involved in that conversation because he would tell you, he said, does it make sense? Because there's also passive income versus uh active income there's also whether you're a, a real estate professional and all these things these components also affect how this uh, depreciation this this bonus depreciation or accelerated depreciation would actually affect your taxes so you want to have your cpa as part of the conversation here to make sure that you're gonna it makes sense for you to do it and uh, to what what degree it uh, it makes sense to do that? Yeah, we provide you the report, meaning the client, and then and then we provide if we if we have his his contact, we provide him uh, the accountant with the information. And if he needs help, although we we're not filing tax returns, we know our job and we can help him. Whether it's with the thirty one fifteen or it's with any questions regarding um, any uh, any uh, application of the report we give them, how to read the report, etc we're there for the client and for the accountant. Yep. Excellent. Uh, and then, so oh, by the, the way, wait, one thing is yeah. that we do defend our reports too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And that's important. And so yeah. that's what you're buying when you have a professional company like U.S. Tax Advisors Group is that you know that if you get questioned by the IRS, we will answer the questions pertaining to our report, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, and we don't charge. Yeah. Now, the next question is, everybody wants to know, well, how many times have you been uh, questioned yeah. or audited? Uh, 
I hate this answer, but it's the truth. So I have to say it. Uh, none of my work has ever been audited. Yeah. Uh -oh. And I've been questioned once and it really wasn't a question about my work. It was more a question about the accountant's allocation of the building. And so I was able to answer it for the accountant. I wrote the reply back to the IRS explaining it was a multi-use building and yeah. it was was part um, commercial and part residential. Mm -hmm. And so um, it wasn't my job to define the, the, the depreciation, but I still was able to answer how the accountant yeah. came up with that. So I answered it and then the IRS never got back to, I mean, they accepted the answer and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just don't get the, the day of of cost segregation triggering an audit is long gone. Yeah, and yeah, I never had any issues issues with that. So it was uh, always very clean. And um, yeah, so that's is um, this is excellent. So if people are thinking about this, any kind of like last minute advice on what they should be doing? I mean, we're approaching the end of the year. I mean, I think, uh, you know, for me, like I would kind of like start working with your CPA if you have a lot of properties and then kind of look at what your needs are going to be for in terms of tax tax deductions. And then, you know, once you have a more final numbers, then decide kind of how you want to move forward with a cost segregation studies. Well, this is the great time of year. You know, we just yeah. got done with the last deadline, which was October 15th. Mm -hmm. Extremely busy um, prior. But now we everybody can take a deep breath. But don't take too deep a breath because now is the perfect time to get estimates from, from your cost seg professional. Yeah. Take your estimates to your accountant and start developing a game plan of how you're going to um, mitigate, reduce, uh, how you're going to plan for your, your, your taxes for 2022. So yeah. don't yeah. waste this time. But you don't have to be like, I got to get it done tomorrow. Just know that by the end of the year, you should come up with a good plan to discuss with your accountant. And if you, like I said, we provide the estimates at no no charge, no cost, get an estimate, walk into your accountant during your year-end meeting and just say, hey, look, can I use this? Joe's going to give me this much in losses. What do yeah. you think? Is this something yeah. I can use or not? Shall yeah. we move forward? And if he says, no, don't because of, of issues, there's very few, you hit on one passive yeah. Passive yeah. issues could be an issue, yeah. Uh, yeah. not very often, but I, I understand. So just ask your accountant and we support your accountant hundred percent. We don't yeah. argue with anything your accountant's going to say. If he says, don't do it, I'll, I'll agree. Don't do it. Okay. Any uh, last minute advice? Well, I think I already gave it my last yeah. minute. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I was advisors. wondering if there was more. There was yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Very good. If people want to reach out to you, where can they reach out to you? Well, the name of the company is U.S. Tax Advisors Group Incorporated, but the easiest way is just write down U-S-T-A-G-I, U-S-T-A-G-I.com. Yeah, exactly. So that's the, that's the name I, I screwed up at the beginning. I didn't I didn't realize it was U.S. I saw U.S. Tag, U.S. Tag. Yeah, well, we kind of play on that too. So. Yeah, U-S-T-A-G-I and then .com and then you would find all the information. But you know what? I do have one thing to, to yep. say. I'm going to be very quick on this. Oh, yeah, it's all good. Another tax uh, law legislation that came into play in September, I think it's called the um, Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That impacted the energy um, tax credits. Okay, that's going to become very useful and very beneficial. They changed the rules. They've made it now. Um, they've, they've extended it until like, I think, 2032. And if anybody's done any value add, if you bought any value add and you've done any work in the last three years on a building 
you should at least ask your accountant if you could apply for any tax credits. Okay. Because okay. these are going to be big. Okay. Okay. So, Excellent. All right. All right. Excellent. Thank you, Joe. It was a pleasure. So, Thank you, Eric. Sure you like and subscribe. And then because every week we're talking to people like uh, Joe that are providing incredible advice to us. So thank you very much, Joe, and talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Break Away from the Rat Race with your host, Eric Martel. If you want to share your story and experience with our listeners, please message us on Facebook at Break Away from the Rat Race. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast on iTunes.